Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Here with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, we are joined by Canadian country music artist Sarah Wicket as we dive behind Sarah's brand new song, A Mama's A Boy. And not just this brand new song, but a little bit of the road that leads us here. Beginning from Sarah's return after a brief break from releasing music and playing live shows. So we're gonna dive behind what exactly that decision was because after she comes back, you can definitely hear a little bit of a maturation in Sarah's music as well. And not just a maturation in her songwriting abilities themselves, but you also begin to hear elements of other music, some pop, some rock elements, and even a little bit of taste of other cultures as well, with some Daisy influences making their way into Sarah's music, beginning with a track that she released called Accent at the tail end of 2020. We also see that Punjabi language make its way into this latest track as well, Mama's Boy, which tackles topics like, well, mainly the topic of interracial relationships and how sometimes there can be a lot of opinions and factors, outside opinions and factors inside of them, not just the world around you, but sometimes your own inner circle from family expectations and of course, those meddling mothers as well. So we're gonna dive into this latest hit track from Sarah Wicket. And where does Sarah go from here? All of this and oh so much more in today's episode of the DTP. And it's all brought to you by DesertTigerMerch.com where you go to copy yourself something to represent and support the show everywhere that you and your beautiful face go. And with that, now that you know who the show is brought to you by, and now that you know who our guest is, I think it's about time that Sarah tells you a little bit about the mama's boy. All right, let's go. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Hello. Hello, Sarah. How's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing quite well. Sorry for running just a little bit behind there, but... Awesome. Awesome. All right. So we're connecting today to talk a little bit about your musical journey here. Yeah, I'm excited. So am I. So am I. I I like the excitement. I like the energy going in. So (laughs) should be a good time. Are you ready to jump on into things? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So of course, today we're connecting to talk about your upcoming single. Well, by the time the audience is listening to this, you're already out single, Mama's Boy, but I'd like to lay a little bit of a foundation that leads us to this moment. Yeah. Because you released your debut EP a couple years ago. You found some success with it. There was a few years in between releasing singles and 2020 when you came back. When you made that comeback... There was definitely a maturation inside of your music and definitely an evolution inside of your music. So where would you say like that came from? What sort of energy 
were you trying to capture with this new wave of Sarah Wicket? Um, yeah, I think I, I was performing a lot back then when I was releasing singles, um, like one after another. Um, I was, I feel like I was still kind of a little immature in my development of my voice and like just everything in general. Um, and I was just having fun with it. I didn't really have a direction. Um, and then I just feel like taking a couple years off of performing and just focusing on, um, my songwriting really helped. And I just, I, I figured if I wanted to actually do it and pursue it professionally, um, I would, I would just need to take it seriously. So I took a couple of years off to practice songwriting and that really, really helped. I worked song with a lot of different, really talented artists. Um, Robin Ottolini being one of them and she's, uh, she's great, but yeah, I think when I came back, I was working with new producers who are insanely talented and I'm really honored and grateful to be able to work with such talented people. And I just, yeah, I, I honestly, I owe it all to my producers because they're, they're just so great. And they took my sound to a whole new level. So, yeah. Well, you say you owe it all to your producers and obviously having that refined set of ears, but you also say like you took time to work on your craft. And that's very important because practice makes perfect. And some people just think that it's just it is, oh, you just pick up a guitar, you play three chords and you just write some rhymes or some words that rhyme together. But it's like, no, there's, there's energy you're trying to capture. There's a story you're trying to tell. So it definitely sounds like you spent time to work on those elements of yourself. Yeah. I think it's really hard as an independent artist too, to kind of really try to allocate your time equally to different avenues. And, um, back then I was kind of new to the performance scene. So I had been performing a lot, but I was doing a lot of covers intertwined with my own music. And, um, I think that took away from actually sitting down and songwriting and working on myself. Um, so again, that's also why I took a little break from performing and kind of just came back with these really awesome songs. All right. All right. Awesome. So let's dive into a little bit of some of these awesome songs, some of the things that you and these producers have been working towards. So you've started to gain a little bit of success. You've started to explore genres. You've started to add different elements to your music here. So it just wasn't like evolving your songwriting. So when it came to evolving the actual sound itself, would you credit a lot of these different elements and otherwise to the producers and just sort of like things that they heard that they decided they wanted to add? Or was it just things that you sort of picked up throughout the years and brought in? Because if anyone who's listened to your recent music can hear elements of Punjabi style of just in the sounds in the lyrics and just not just that, but it's also pop inside of the country. It's also a little bit of rock inside of the music as well. Yeah. Um, I think it's always been a collaboration between my producers and I, um, I did start listening to a lot of Punjabi music and we can get into all of that as well, but just to answer this question first, um, I had a really cool idea about combining country music and Punjabi music because I hadn't I didn't think it had been done before and I, I don't think it has been. Um, and I definitely don't know of any Punjabi artists that are in the country music industry right now collaborating or just, you know, just doing the country thing. So 
I don't know. I was like, am I, I went to my producers. I'm like, am I crazy for wanting to mash these two genres up? Um, but at the same time, a lot of Punjabi music is about the lyrics are about living in a small village, talking about farmers, talking about trucks. And so, so is country. So it's like, it can't be that far off. And I, I think it works really well. I'm, I'm so impressed with what we've created. And I think a lot of other people are too. Mm-hmm. Well, and it flows so very well. And like you say, it's people have been taking it in very well. The ideas mesh because it's it's different cultures. And as you say, as far as I can tell, too, it's I don't think that this has really been done before because country sort of gets labeled with that Americana that like sort of it's from the Western world. So it's got to be Western. But it's just it is it's at the same time, like it can be terrifying to take that step. But how does music build and progress? How do we evolve? How do new things come if we don't have the bravery to take those steps? Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like country music has evolved so much within the past couple of years. Um, Kane Brown, Breland, um, you know, Lil Nas X, not necessarily country, but he tried and now he's huge. So I, yeah, I was very inspired by those guys and they're, they're doing really good things, opening doors for a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. And who knows what doors you might open up continuing to do so because you've built quite a little bit of a fan base, not just here, but also inside of that Eastern world, the Punjabi scene. So what has it been like to sort of get that feedback, not just from, like we said, the Americana, the country world, but also from an entirely different part of the world itself? Yeah, it's been really cool. Um, I think a lot of my the support has come from interracial couples, which I love. Um, I think it's really important that people can really relate to songs. And I think that's one of the main things that I love about music is when I, I know someone else is also going through not necessarily a struggle, but a happy time even. Um, And I'm like, I can relate and be like, I know exactly what you mean. So being in an interracial relationship and writing about it and then having other people listen to it, I think is really cool. And it, it really affects them in a positive way and lets them know that, I also relate to them and it's just been really, really cool. I think it, one of the coolest things about being a musician is just hearing people's feedback and hearing how much music resonate, resonates with people and connects people. Mm-hmm, for sure. Indeed. And you mentioned the relationship dynamic, which leads us into this uh, latest single here with Mama's Boy, because I mean, I myself, I've been labels, labeled a Mama's Boy. I can understand how it can affect a relationship, but I'm sure once you add various different elements from cultures to yeah. backgrounds and everything else, like it's got to be a quite quite the experience for sure. Yeah, and that's kind of where Mama's Boy came from. Um, you know, the song's about dating someone who is a mama's boy, and the lyrics just basically talk about cultural differences and how hard it is being in a relationship with someone whose family has a lot of expectations. Um, And yeah, it's not easy, but unfortunately that relationship didn't work out, but I got a great song out of it. And um, the Punjabi kind of came in just to kind of not only help Punjabi people understand the song a little bit and relate to it a bit more, but because my ex was Punjabi. So I think it just hits a little bit harder home. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Well, and it just continues to share those elements of it's, it was a dual side. Somebody becomes a piece of you for a while and you sort of take some of those pieces and they become a part of you, right? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Awesome. So who helped you to bring this song to life? Did you pen the entire thing yourself and then take it into the studio? Who helped you to bring this magic out into the world? Um, yeah, so I am good friends with a girl named Vipni Kaur, and she um, she's also a songwriter, and she helped me write the Punjabi parts of the song because I'm taking Punjabi lessons, but it's a different story when you actually try to put it down and mix it in with English lyrics. It's really, really hard because the the sentence structure is very different, and a lot of the words don't necessarily have the direct translation in English. Um, so she helped me with that. She was a great help. And then I also took it to my two producers, Mark Shore and Eric Fentelman. And we all kind of, um, it actually didn't even start out being mama's boy. It was called switch it up at the beginning. And it was kind of like, it was the same idea, but it was more like, I've got to switch it up, like switch up the guy because he's not acting right. Um, but Mark and Eric were like, what if we did something like mama's boy? And I was kind of like, a little bit cheesy. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But then as soon as the song all came together, it was just perfect because it, it's such a country, like mama's boy is a pretty country saying, right? And I was, I think in Punjabi culture, that's a thing as well. So I, again, just thought that the collaboration of the two would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Once again, just sort of showing how the two cultures clash, not just inside of potentially the country genre inside of the farming world, but also inside of relationships, inside of family, inside of, like you said, family expectations and everything else, because there's so many different opinions and factors. And it should just be as simple as you like somebody, you care for somebody, I'm going to do my most to be with somebody. But when other people start to put their thoughts, their opinions and everything else into the matter, it becomes so much more complicated. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's, but yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's fun and it's been really great learning about the culture through our relationship as well, but it definitely comes with its challenges. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you mentioned that, cause as I said earlier too, it's, it meshes very well inside of the song. So you've been having some songwriters to help you to make this cohesion, but you're also taking Punjabi lessons yourself. I am. Yeah, I've been taking them for a year and a half now, and that's been a fun journey. I've always wanted to learn a second language. And um, again, just being surrounded by a lot of Daisy people, it kind of made sense. And uh, yeah, I live around a lot of them. So it's been fun. It's been really challenging. I feel like I'm at a spot now where it's getting very hard and I'm, I'm really busy. So keeping up with the lessons every week or a couple of times a week has been difficult, but um, my teacher is great and I show him my songs and he's very supportive and I'm, I'm really grateful for him. Awesome. Well, having a good teacher helps as well. And it also makes t- to make sure that the songs sound great too. Cause of course, if you're going to add these elements, you want to make sure that you're doing so properly to, uh, respect everything, right? Exactly. Yeah. And the, it's, it's really hard. The pronunciation is hard, especially when you're singing in a different language um, because I feel like when you start singing, you are used to like molding your voice in a certain way and then having to sing in a different language while pronouncing the words differently than you would usually sing. It's really hard. So you almost have to 
try to pronounce it as if a native speaker would, which sometimes our, our tongues just don't work like that because we weren't taught that at a young age. Yeah, for sure, indeed. And you mentioned that taking lessons can be a little bit tougher because the world's starting to reopen again and a lot of those opportunities are starting to come back, like maybe performing live and otherwise. And you've been doing some video performances throughout the past year and a half here, but with the potential of being able to actually play these songs in front of human beings who can give you feedback right away. What is the excitement like to uh, potentially return to the live stage in the near future? I'm so excited because I, I haven't, I, I told you I took those couple years off of performing and that was before the pandemic. Had I known there was going to be a pandemic, I probably would have continued performing. So I haven't actually performed in maybe four years actually live. Um, so everything from 2020 onward, I, I haven't performed any of my new songs live. So I'm so excited to get back on stage. And then, of course, the Punjabi country songs. Um, I'm a bit nervous. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how they're going to be, um, you know, received, but I'm sure it's going to be positive. And I'm, I'm just really excited that I, I get to do this and I'm, I'm living my dream. Well, maybe maybe you'll start to see a few new faces. Maybe you'll see a few more people comfortable going to those country music shows just because you're starting to open that door, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would have been really cool to perform at Boots and Hearts this year. It's one of my bucket list playlists. And I think a lot of, I hope that a lot of Daisy people would have came if that was going to happen. But unfortunately, Boots and Hearts was canceled, so. Hey, well, they'll just have to stay uh, connected to you on social media so that when that opportunity finally does come their way, that they can be there in the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So our first taste of Mama's Boy came inside of a little bit of a teaser video that sort of had a bit of a mashup, which also showed off a song called Good Friends. So there's more new music on the way. So what does the future hold for Sarah Wicket besides this? Well, I mean, including this upcoming new single is there a second a sophomore ep potentially on the way what else what else does 2021 hold yeah um i think 2021 we're just going to use the rest of the year to push mama's boy i'm really really excited about it and i have a lot of big plans for it so um it might even be getting a remix put out there with a a female punjabi singer um just yeah i'm really excited about it but we won't talk about that too much because i don't know if it's gonna happen (laughs) but Um, and then I think definitely a sophomore EP in 2022, um, obviously I have good friends, which is a banging song. I don't even know if the acoustic version did it justice, but it's, it's really cool. So that'll be coming out probably in 2022 as well and should be nice foreshadowing to my EP. Awesome. All right. So building into 2022, maybe some live shows, a whole lot of exciting things here on the future. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Sarah, I have had a fun time diving through the last two years here with you so far. I have one last question. Are you ready for it? Oh, I think so. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. So we have dove into the evolution of you as a songwriter. Is your songs themselves building up into this latest track, Mama's Boy, building into the future? But what I would like to know now is how has 
this evolution, these steps, being taking these brave steps with adding these genres, combining these genres and otherwise. How has this time helped you grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? Um, I think I'm always up for a challenge and it's really just taught me to embrace that challenge um, and just always follow your heart. I mean, if your heart is in something, just just go for it um, and put everything into it, I think. Um, yeah, it's again, everything about this Punjabi country genre has been challenging and rewarding, but um, I'm really excited for what's to come. All right. I'm very excited as well. And I'm very thankful that you could share this story as well as that lesson with us here today on the Desert Tiger podcast. Thank you so much. Oh, Ambush, thank you for tuning on into this episode of the Desert Tiger podcast featuring Sarah Wickett. You can go ahead and find Sarah Wickett's brand new song, Mama's Boy, right now over on your favorite music streaming service. You might as well jam the rest of Sarah's catalog while you're there. Hit follow because Sarah has more music coming your way as well as you heard here today. And you do not want to miss out on it. You should also go and follow her on social media. Find out if she's playing any shows in your area soon. You should also go ahead and subscribe to Sarah on YouTube where the Mama's Boy music video will be dropping soon or it's already out. Either way, you want to check it out. So go ahead and find her over on YouTube. And with that, it's now time to thank Jamie from over at Strut Entertainment for going ahead and setting this interview up. We need to thank German from yourpodcasteditor.com for making everything sound so good. And one last time, we need to thank you, The Am Bush, for tuning on into this episode. If you've yet to join up with The Am, what are you doing? Because it's as easy as hitting the subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening app or service. You can also help this show grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review over on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, and bye heading on over to the deserttigermerch.com web store to cop yourself something to support and represent the show everywhere you go. And the best part about the web store is looking is free. And if something catches your eyes from there, well, you know what to do. It's deserttigermerch.com. And with that, it's about time that we say our bye-bye, but not before I tell you. Go out and find your roar and then let it out to the world and show them just how powerful, wondrous, and beautiful you and your are because you are all of these things and oh so much more. And with that, it's time to say bye-bye, Am. The Desert Tiger Podcast.